next on Community Matters. Battle Creek Public Schools Superintendent Kim Carter talks very excitedly about the Bearcat Advantage. It provides students with an opportunity to go to a four-year college or university in Michigan and or over 100 historically black colleges and universities across the nation. A county discussion about a possible transportation authority stalls out. That got pulled from the agenda. There just wasn't enough interest in the county to keep that moving. Almost everybody had opted out. Some local businessmen taking it upon themselves to try and foster up-and-coming leaders in Calhoun County. It's continuous learning, it's continuous education and self-discovery that we want to instill. I'm Richard Pyatt. Community Matters, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln in downtown Battle Creek. Good morning. Thanks for being with us yet again for Community Matters. You hear us on Saturday mornings on 95.3 WBCK and anytime you feel like it at BattleCreekPodcast.com. I'm Richard Pyatt. We're brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln in downtown Battle Creek. Boy, the big news out of Battle Creek Public Schools in the last uh, couple of weeks has been something called the Bearcat Advantage College Tuition Scholarship for Graduates of Battle Creek Public Schools. And Superintendent Kim Carter is here to talk to us more about it. Good morning. Hello. Beautiful day. Great to be alive. (laughs) And you have had a whirlwind couple of weeks uh, with this announcement uh, bubbling away, waiting to happen, and uh, and then it did. What's been the response to this whole announcement that really removes, well, most if not all of the money question as it relates to higher education? It's been overwhelmingly positive from every aspect, every stakeholder group that I have the opportunity to serve. They have been just overwhelmed with joy and the possibilities that this will create on so many different levels. And let's talk about parents, for example. Um, When we were launching the announcement, we went live on Facebook and we had an opportunity. So individuals were anticipating an announcement, right? Um, And one of our very involved parents said, I'm not going to make it down there. I'm going to watch it at home. By the time I had finished the announcement and walked off the stage, she was waiting for me in Uh tears. She had gotten in her car because she was so amazed that she said, I couldn't sit at home. She got in the car to drive down to be personally there to say thank you for this amazing gift for her children. You're right. There was all kinds of chatter about what this might be. I had a sense this might be what it was. A lot of anticipation associated with that. Talk about how this came about. We've been working to improve the student experience and outcomes for children for the last six years. We launched our transformation strategic plan in 2017 that was definitely funded and supported with the help of our partners at the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. And my vision at that time was to make sure that we were preparing kids to be college community um, and or career ready. And so we spent a lot of time just making sure that the system was sound enough for children to be able to access a post-secondary education. But the next level of the transformation is about eliminating those barriers that lead to uh, economic mobility. And this was the next step. 
Right. Uh, this is the biggest hurdle, I presume, in uh, the decision-making when it comes to higher education for a lot of folks. How do I pay for it? Now you take that away, and folks are overwhelmed, like you you talked about, but I suppose you have to examine how you approach it from this point forward, right? Because it's not as though this is the only hurdle. There might be some others there that have to be studied, right? Right. Years ago, we adopted an equity imperative, and I have firmly believed and continue to do so that all children can achieve. We don't have an achievement gap. I say it all the time. What we have is an opportunity gap. And when we give kids the right opportunities, they can excel and they can then give back to their community. So this scholarship is about creating equity of opportunity so that we can invest in our community. How did you get the money? So it's been a long time coming, right? So really uh, telling the story of what the impact will have on not just our families, but the city of Battle Creek as well. And so it was about gathering information, telling the story of change, and then creating a grant. And so working right alongside the W.K. Kellogg Foundation partners to write this grant that told the story of the impact that this advantage could have. And so it was accepted and approved. And as soon as it was approved, we started planning for a launch. I suppose it doesn't take as much as it used to take to convince the right people, right? I mean, so I've had the advantage of of working down the road in, in Kalamazoo when the promise was announced. And folks were so shocked when this was announced some people thought it was not true. <laughs> they thought, no, you're kidding. This this is not it. And and who's paying for that? And by the way, they're proof you can have donors <laughs> who make this happen and not reveal who they are because it's been all this time and, and folks still don't know. But the model was there, right? So I presume that that maybe you had a few discussions with some of the folks that have watched that evolve and maybe they gave you some some pointers about what to expect. Absolutely. I don't want to pretend like this was all about the mind of Kim Carter. We, I wish that I could, but it wasn't. This also took in a lot of experts. Um, I have an amazing team in Battle Creek Public Schools. And so we organized meetings with the Pittsburgh Promise, the El Dorado Promise. We actually had conversation with scholarship programs across the nation to understand what worked, what didn't work, what were the lessons they've learned along the way so that we could design this in a way that was um, successful, that would breed long-term sustainability and success. Did they talk to you about what particular challenges did emerge when the money question is removed? Yes. Access is just the first step. You also have to have success once they get on campus. So what are the relationships you create that make sure they have wraparound supports once they leave us? And what are the conversations we have with universities to ensure that students not just get there, but they also finish with a degree? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's been a Kalamazoo promise uh, thing, too, as we watched that evolve. The idea that folks sometimes need some extra 
push to to stay focused and know where they are headed in terms of their higher education careers. And just because the money is there doesn't mean uh, they're in the diamond lane to graduation, right? I mean, they they sometimes need some support. Absolutely. And so I also want to say that the launch of this program is also a call to action to the community. And what I mean by that is the schools are going to do what we can to get them ready for post-secondary success. But I'm also going to be having lots of conversation with community-based organizations around, now what's your role in making sure that they can actually realize the dream? Like helping us organize college visits, getting some chaperones to take kids to see what's possible so that they can explore beyond Battle Creek. It might be, what are the supports you put in place once a kid leaves our community? What kind of community-based organization um, strategies can be employed? to continue to contact students after us. My job is pre-K-12. I need the community to step in and help once they leave us. Let's make sure we talk about the basics, right? So (laughs) the money is there. Someone who's been in Battle Creek Public Schools, even the ones graduating soon, have access to this. What does it really do, Kim? So it provides students with an opportunity to go to a four-year college or university in Michigan and or over 100 HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities across the nation. It will pay up to 100% of their tuition and uh, mandatory fees. When we talk about all those associated fees, uh, that's covered too. What about room and board? Does it cover that too? It doesn't. And so that's a point of information. And again, where community-based organizations can step in, right, to help educate parents that college is more than just tuition. It's about food. It's about books. It's about housing. You know, we have a robust education foundation that's been um, under the umbrella of the Battle Creek Community Foundation for many, many years that offers um, several different scholarships. And so my conversation with that group is those scholarships are still needed Uh because kids need additional funding in order to actually be debt free. And that's the ultimate goal, right? You know, as I said, I I had some opportunity to watch and interact with the Kalamazoo Promise as it evolved. I recall Dr. Rice, the the superintendent in Kalamazoo, who's now the, the state superintendent, talk about what are the priorities with other challenges. And what I recall him saying was distractions to learning. Maybe you Mm -hmm. picked up on some of that when you were talking with El Dorado and and Pittsburgh and some of these other ones that that have mimicked this model. Did they give you any thoughts on that? I think that's important to understand about why the first five years of the transformation were important because Uh we want to put in place the the success. We wanted to build the conditions for success. And we've had uh, five years to do that. So an example is that barriers to success include not having access to basic needs. Well, we created a partnership with communities and schools. We have communities and school coordinators in every single building that are working on those basic needs and uh, creating opportunity for kids in those areas. So that was really important before we launched this tuition, because that was a learning for us. 
there were other things that uh, I observed back then, and I imagine you've thought about too. There were even people who moved. They came from other state to try and take advantage of that. Do you think this draws enrollment? We are already seeing the impact of that. Oh, We've had boy. multiple calls about enrollment. And so we're in the beginning stages of, of planning an enrollment fair. Um, you know, we have several students in our catchment area, our boundaries that have chosen other districts who are now making a different decision for the 23-24 school year. So we're preparing to receive our, our students back, um, welcome them home, as well as any new opportunities that um, present themselves. That's an interesting point. And that's something that's changed since I've been in school. You, you typically went to school in the, in the district you lived, and now you have an opportunity to choose, and folks did. They chose to go somewhere else, and now this changes that game for them. Yes, you have to be enrolled by ninth grade. And even if you're enrolled by ninth grade, you still get 65%. And that's why we use the up to. It is actually um, a duplicate of the Kalamazoo Promise in terms of the scaling of uh, the benefit. But I also want to be clear that what is different, however, is we also have legacy scholars in Battle Creek. And so this program doesn't supplant, but actually supplements legacy scholars. Hmm. So even if you weren't in our district by ninth grade, you still have access to legacy scholars, which pays for up to 60 credits at KCC. So there's still opportunity to eliminate barriers to post-secondary success. And that's what we're most proud of. And I would imagine that uh, parents of students who are planning for the next year have already begun to uh, uh, maybe say to their their students or you, we need to go talk to the counselor about what this means for us. Yes. What was important to me, which is a little bit different also, is that we launched it for this current year's graduate. We have already planned information sessions so that parents can come in, understand what this means for their student and how they fill out the application. So you literally have students who are ready to walk and move their tassel who thought they were taking student loans or uh, depleting a, a fund of some kind that was set aside for this and just found out they don't have to do that. Yes. And to see the look on their faces reminds me why I do what I do. I bet it does. As you look forward, does this change any of, of your typical procedures and protocols? Well, it has created a new department, right? <laughs> so we now have the Bearcat Advantage and we've hired a Bearcat Advantage program coordinator. So there's a lot of new work, right, in terms of coordinating all of this for students and making sure that we are connecting with universities. Because if you think about it, 171 plus graduates may go to 171 different uh, universities if that's a possibility, right? And so we have to have a way to organize and coordinate that. Not just your average guidance counselor, but a, a special person to help with that part of it. Yeah. So someone's listening to this. Uh, maybe we've said something that uh, they didn't know about their student who can take advantage of this. What do you recommend they do? Go to www.battlecreekpublicschools.org slash Bearcat Advantage. 
From that point, there's other connections you can make and to find out how you can connect with us. I'm sure as the weeks and months go on, you and I will talk more about this. It'll be really interesting to see some of the uh, the effects that you can recognize more quickly and even long term going forward as a result of this. Yes, we're looking forward to that. And, you know, we do have a relationship with an evaluator who's going to follow this. So it'll be interesting to see the the data and the information that comes out about impact, because at the end of the day, this is all about impact, both academic impact and economic impact. And we want to really see what that does for us in this community. That sparks another question before we go. Someone who uh, might be, you know, a decent student, do they have extra pressure now to level that up? Yes, they do. (laughs) And, you know, another story, because I've been talking with parents and students, and one of my students walked up and said, Superintendent Carter, I wasn't going to college. I kind of like tapped out. But given this gift, it's something that I can't pass up. And so I'm going to get myself together and I'm going to college. Thank you. Wow. How insightful of them to recognize the value of that. Hats off to them. Well, congratulations, Kim Carter, Superintendent, Battle Creek Public Schools. We'll stay in touch. Thank you. And for those listening, you can also follow us on Facebook. There's a lot more information there. We'll do it. Thank you. 